I guess, uh, episode one, re episode one, re episode <laughs> one. We we recorded episode one, and then um we didn't like it, so we're gonna re record it. So yep. this is our new episode one. Yep. So any reference to episode two to episode one is not. It's just out of order, so don't get too emotionally attached to the order that we're gonna be doing these in. Yeah. We're here. Just be happy about it. Exactly. Um, so Crystal actually doesn't know what we're talking about today. She said she has a guess. I do have a guess. I want to hear your guess. No, I want to know. Okay. Um, today, and this is something that I'm very passionate about. Wait, okay, hold on. I, can I give you my top two guesses? <laughs> yeah. It's either Kurt Cobain or Brandon... Uh, it's Kurt, yeah. Is it Kurt Cobain? Yeah. Can uh, it. This is something that I'm very passionate about. Oh my god. Um... She told me she was going to get as heated as she did with the John Benet Ramsey episode, and I, my immediate thought was, it has... There's no way it's not Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Like, there's just no way. It's either, it either had to be Kurt, Brandon, or, um, the West Memphis. Oh, uh, oh God. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, so this is, uh, I'm probably gonna be really heated in this because it really aggravates me. So today, we are going to be talking about the life of Kurt Cobain, but more so, um, his death and the conspiracies, one conspiracy in particular revolving around his death. Um, I do want to give a trigger warning. There will be talks of drugs and suicide. Rip. Um, so don't this... do either of those kids. Correct. Or adults, please. <laughs> Correct. Um, this is just a warning. You know, most people know about Kurt and his life and how he died, but I, I just... actually know next to nothing about Kurt Cobain. I'm well, not lie to you. I will tell you today. Um, he was a singer, right? Yep, for Nirvana. He was the lead singer. That's, that's um, the extent of my knowledge about Kurt Cobain. Nirvana was is actually one of my favorite bands. And I would, <laughs> I would give absolutely anything to have been able to see Nirvana live. Like, I love them very much. Um, so I guess let's just go ahead and jump right into it. Let's um, go. Let's go, lesbians. <laughs> Let's go, lesbians. And honorary lesbians. And honorary lesbians. <laughs> and for context, um, Megan and I play World of Warcraft a lot uh, with our friend Kira and my boyfriend Fox. Um, and we, uh, anytime we're like speed running through a bunch of like quests or anything, we'll go, Let's go, lesbians, which is from Billy on the Street. Um, Billy, I almost said Billy Eilish. It's Billy Einmark. It also much. starts with an E, doesn't it? Uh, maybe. He's a he's in Parks and Rec, but he has like the special on Comedy Central where he just like runs around the streets of New York City and asks people questions. And there was this one time that he like got a group of lesbians together, and he was like, "Let's go, lesbians!" And now I say it all the time, but because Fox is not a lesbian, um, which technically neither are the rest of us, but you know, mostly, um, well, we call him an honorary lesbian. Yeah. Whenever we're playing WoW together. Yeah. So, so welcome to um, our WoW quest speech on the podcast now <laughs> well, that sounded dumb <laughs> let's go lesbians let's go lesbians all right so um kurt cobain born kurt donald cobain was born february 20th 1967 in washington i cannot pronounce the name of the town so i'm not going to it you said washington off. and i immediately thought you meant washington dc oh god no <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine um he was artistic as a child and he loved music uh, he had a younger <laughs> sister kim but they were separated when their parents got divorced. Oh, rip. Yeah. At age nine, Kurt went to live with his father, who had eventually ended up remarrying, and that put a strain on their relationship. Um, in the early 80s, Kurt went to live with his mom and her boyfriend, who were back in his hometown. Um, Kurt really flourished as an artist in high school during all this. Um, he had a pretty troubled childhood. He was like the outcast. Um, he didn't have a lot of friends. He was a loner. And this is a quote from... 
Kurt Cobain himself. Oh, well, actually, you know what? I'll just plug at the end. Um, plug? Oh, no, go ahead and cite your shit. It's I was going to say, um, so biography, um, YouTube, and then the two documentaries that I got a lot of clips from were Soaked in Bleach and Courtney, or Courtney, Courtney and Kurt, and I recommend listening or watching both of them. Uh, soaked in, um, they're on Netflix, I think. Oh, okay. Or they were. They might have taken them off now, but you can find them on YouTube. They are very good documentaries. Okay. Um, he said, I was so withdrawn from that time and so antisocial that I was almost insane. I almost always felt like they would vote me for most likely to shoot up a school dance, end quote. That's a quote directly from oh, Kurt Cobain. Jesus. Yeah. So he became friends with Buzz Osborne, who was a member of the Melvins, and he introduced him more to the punk scene. And while in high school, Kurt got deeper into drugs and drinking. Um, he had stomach problems. They couldn't figure out why. Um, so he was self-medicating to try to... Help with the pain. Um, he was also fighting with his mom and didn't get along with his stepdad through any of this. He spent most of 1984 and 1985 jumping from couch to couch and sleeping in public buildings to avoid his family issues. Um, in July of 85, he was arrested for vandalizing buildings. He was fined and given a suspended sentence. A few months after he got, uh, I'm sorry, a few months after he got out, he got his first band together, Fecal Matter, but they never went anywhere. Fecal Matter? Yep. My and God. also, uh, this mugshot of Kurt Cobain is one of the cutest pictures of him I've ever seen in my life. Wait, I want to look it up. Hold up. Oh, it's so cute. What year was he arrested? Uh, 85. This one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't it cute? He's such a little baby. I know. He's so How goofy. old was he there? Uh, he was born in, what was he? He was born in 67. So almost 20. No. Wait. No. So, uh, he was born in 67? Mm-hmm. So he'd be almost 30 here. That's how math works. If it was in 85? Oh, wait. 86. Hold on. Born in 67. Never mind. I'm dumb. I can't do math. <laughs> He was 18, I think. Yeah, 18 or 19. I don't want to do... I'm, listen, I may be an accounting major, but that doesn't know that I know... That doesn't mean I know how to do math. Smooth marble. My, like a marble, my brain. Smooth. I kid. Um, he began collabing with a bassist by the name of Chris Novoselic, I'm assuming, and a drummer named Aaron Burkhardt. Uh, their first performance was in 87 at a house party. Is this with Fecal Matter? Uh, I think so. Okay. Around this time, he started dating Tracy Miranda, and they lived a relatively happy life in Olympia. In 88, his band agreed on the name Nirvana and released their first track, Love... God. Take a breath, it's fine. <gasps> and released their first track, Love Buzz, on a small label. Around the same time, Burkhard had been replaced by Chad Channing, and the band started taking off. In 89, they released their first album, Bleach, which didn't make a big impression, and in 1990, Dave Grohl replaced Channing on drums. Fox is obsessed with Dave Grohl in a weird way. <laughs> he's very cute, but he's also very talented. Mm -hmm. In 1990, Kurt had met Courtney Love, and although the relationship had not started yet, um, before the release of Nevermind in 91, Kurt finally reconnected with Courtney and began their relationship. In February of 92, they got married, and in August of that year, they had their daughter, Frances Bean. Frances Bean. Can you imagine a punk rock artist naming his daughter Frances? Right. Like, that just... That Frances Bean. That doesn't sit well with me. I know. So, Kurt loved being a dad. Anyone who knew Kurt said that he just loved like absolutely loved being a dad the um, punk boys always do yep here's another quote from him uh four years ago i would have said how dare someone bring a child into this life it's completely terrible it's a completely terrible way to go and the world's going to explode any day and stuff like that but once you fall in love it's different <laughs> 
End quote. <laughs> we literally just had this conversation. We did just have this conversation. Megan got to my house like an hour and a half ago. Um, and we just ended up spending like an hour. I was putting dinner in the crock pot because I'm an old lady now. Um, <laughs> but I was putting dinner together and um, we were just like talking and chatting. And we I literally said the words... Not only do I not want to be a parent, but I could not imagine bringing a child into this world. Yeah. Does that mean I'm Kurt Cobain? Yes, reincarnated. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. But, of course, uh, Courtney and Kurt did not have a very <laughs> stable relationship. Um, they were both very avid drug users, and at one point, CPS threatened to take Francis away after Courtney admitted in an interview he was, or I'm sorry, she was shooting up heroin while carrying her daughter. Whoa. Uh, they went to court, but managed to keep, to keep her and Like carrying her in the womb? Or like holding her daughter while putting the needle in her arm? It just said carrying her, so. It probably means while she was pregnant with her, but that's still. That's what I'm assuming. Neither, neither of them are good situations. Right. I just needed clarification. Yeah, that's what I'm assuming. Well, it said, wait, they went to court but managed to keep the family together. CPS threatened to take her. Yeah, so they were, she probably was like, oh yeah, while I was pregnant, I was definitely shooting up and they were like, hey, you probably shouldn't have a kid. Right. And then she was like, yeah, let me keep her. Yeah, right. So life goes on for them and in 93, Nirvana released In Utero, which was number one on the charts. Uh, Um, (laughs) I'm sorry. In Utero is the name of the album, yeah. It, Alrighty. Yeah. Um, make it noted, though, Kurt did not care about the fame. He didn't care about the money. He was, like, a very modest guy. Um, he lived in a very, like... He was a very chill dude. He just had a baby and did a lot of drugs. Yes. <laughs> That's uh, not had, okay, like, he, No, no, no. I, like, he just... He was very, like... He was very modest as far as, like, the fame goes. He wasn't, like, like all about trying to get more exactly. and more popular. He like, was he just had, like, I'm just vibing and playing my the, A guitar. lot of people actually say that he, like hated his fans like he hated like being famous he just wanted to make music and vibe like his house was like a normal sized house okay but i feel like there are a lot of people and maybe okay this was like in the 80s so things are a little bit different but especially in the 90s but especially like today i have seen so many freaking content creators especially like gaming content creators and stuff like that because there are so many platforms for content creation now, right? Yeah. So many. And I literally saw Jacksepticeye because I'm in love with him platonically, plat- 100% platonically. I love his relationship with um, Evelyn and I think that they're a perfect couple, but also I want him to be my best friend because he's so precious and adorable and yeah, anyway. Um, Jack, if you're listening, I love you and I know your name's not really Jack. I'm just doing a bit. So, um, <laughs> uh, I, he like commented on something or like replied to a, a tweet from this guy who was like, does anybody else who's like in content creation just like hate the fame? Like all I want to do is just make videos and make people laugh and make people smile. And like, I just cannot deal with the like constant fame. And especially in like today's world, because there are like so many avenues to get into your personal life. Yeah. Now. Like, like a, a digital princess, formerly known as Pokey Princess. Yeah. Did you see her TikTok where she like, these guys figured out where she was living, showed up to her house and she put a ring video of it up on... Um, TikTok and was like, don't do this. Like, they walked up to her door and they were like, she's probably uh, streaming right now. And then, like, one of them, like, got on Twitch and was like, oh, yeah, she's streaming right now. And she was like, I have a child. Like, I get that you probably just wanted an autograph and, like, wanted to say, like, oh, I've been to Digital Princess's house and whatever. But, like, I have a kid. That's not okay. That, that yeah. is incredibly unsafe. Like, don't do that. I am a human being and I have the right to privacy just like you have the right Something to privacy. Something similar happened to Hawk. And uh, her daughter. Dude, shit happens to Hawk all the time. Yeah, it's like Hawk has had to move like three or four different times because her address keeps getting leaked. I, I love Hawk Hates You with every fiber of my being. I love her just so much. 
So much do I love this mm-hmm. woman. And I am so infuriated. Like, would I be absolutely heartbroken if she stopped creating hot content? Yes, because I enjoy consuming her content. But would I get it? Yeah. yeah. I would totally get it. Yeah. Like, people, especially how weird people get about her daughter. Yes. Like, especially whenever she stopped showing videos yeah. with so being I've been, in them. I've been following her for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Like, since her name was still Hawkeroni on oh. Musical.ly or TikTok. Oh, my God. Yeah, so for a long, long time. Yeah. Um, and she was showing videos of her daughter. Yeah, well, I mean, she was showing videos of her daughter up until, like, two years ago. Yeah. Not even two years ago. Yeah. That's been a pretty recent change. Yeah. Um. And just, like, the work that she does, does your, how's your daughter, like, why, why are you asking questions like that? She's literally, like, three years old. Yeah, like, it's so creepy how obsessed people get with famous people's lives. Like, I can, I can't understand it because I'm not famous, but I don't even like people asking too many questions to me, and nobody gives a shit who I am. Exactly. I mean, I, well, people give a shit about me, I, I know, but you yeah. know what I mean. Like, no, nobody, you don't say the name Crystal Mayerschek and people are like, oh, I love her, oh my god, blah, 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 blah. Right. Like, I, it, it just... I have enough of an issue with people getting into my private life, and I am just a normal schmo. Right, exactly. Like, I couldn't imagine. Like, I could not, especially having, having a kid, exactly. being a single parent, doing what she does. Like, no. that's her just... And, I mean, honestly, her and Digital Princess both. Like, Yeah, they they're both, both really similar. Yeah. And, like, uh, Digital Princess is a lot more, like, what's her real name, Marissa? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Marissa's a lot more, like... Open like she shows videos of Onyx and she's right. like shows all this other stuff. But just because people share parts of their life with you, that doesn't give you an invitation. To... You're not entitled to the rest of it. Yeah, you're not a part of their life. Do they like? Are you? If you're supporting them by viewing their content and buying their merch and doing stuff like that, it, yeah, they should be thankful. But they don't owe you exactly. Shit. Exactly. Like, well, you... I think a, a lot of the reason too why Hawk stopped showing Bean was because they were getting like death, death threats. threats. Literal death threats, yeah. And then she, uh, which... And I think people were saying, like, really gross things about her child, too. Yeah, and then, I mean, they say a bunch of gross shit about what she does for a living and her kid, too. Right. And then there was the whole thing with, like, what what was his name? Alex? Gothboy? Oh, Thrift, yeah. Or whatever. Wait, what happened where, with like, that? Oh, I know I, they, like, dated. They dated, and then they broke up, and they dated, and they broke up. And then I, I don't actually know, like, the full extent of it, but as far as I can understand, like, he was really abusive and really toxic, And I think a lot of people, like, whenever they broke up, and I don't know if this is actually, like, why, but I remember there being a lot of, like, a lot of his fans that followed his accounts and stuff being like, how dare you take Bean away from him? And it's like, Bean's not his kid. It's not, yeah. And, like, there was a lot of shit because Alex is trans, and they're like, oh, you're transphobic, and it's like, no, this is just isn't a good relationship. And I... I don't know exactly, like, what happened with her, and I don't need to. It's not my life. But right. I remember what I was seeing, like, on her videos and yeah, what people I commented. Yeah, because I didn't and... even remember. Like, I remember that they broke up, but I didn't even see anything, like, I didn't even see anything. Oh, dude, I I am eagle eye on her comments all the time. I will shut people down so quick. I will report comments so fast. <sighs> like, so fast. Oh, my God. I have a Google alert for her on Google, so that way whenever people try and leak photos of, like, Bean and photos of her and stuff like that, like, I can get it reported real quick. I actually, one time, I found a website that was posting a lot of videos of her and Bean that she had, like, taken down before, and I actually sent uh, the link to her on Twitter, and she just, like, messaged me back and was like, thanks, bud. It was gone the next day. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, because that's what I do, because I am emotionally invested without trying to be a part of their life. Like, exactly. I, ad- I admire them from a distance, and I, rem- I admire and their right to, to, like... that's all you have like, to do. Yeah, exactly. And, like, we also don't know the situation with, like, 
her baby daddy. Exactly. Like, if that's a safe situation. Like, we all know that, you know, she's not super close with her family and, like, her grandmother just died. And exactly. She's going through it, man. Like, leave leave people alone. Exactly. Like, and you're I mean, not entitled. You're just right. not entitled to anybody's personal life. No. And people are like, oh, well, I support your content and I buy your merch and I do that. Therefore, you owe me something. It's like, no. You are paying for a service from them, which is entertainment. You have been entertained. They don't have to invite you to family dinner. Exactly. Like, leave them alone. They're just people. Like, how would you feel if some rando on the internet just showed up to your house? Would you feel kind of threatened? Right. Yeah. Like, and the funny thing, too, is it's, like, the same people who do that are the ones that, like, if some some random person tries to come to my house, I'm gonna shoot them. <laughs> right. Like, right to bear arms. I'm gonna right. shoot you at the door. Like, but you'll show up to, you'll, like, send creepy messages to these people? Like, what is your problem? I don't know. Yeah. I just wish that Hawk and Pokey knew how much I loved them. Same. And Jack. Same. I love all three of them so I love much. all of them so much. I, I still dream of the day that we accidentally end up in a Valorant match with Jack. <laughs> and then I'm going to watch it on screen and watch myself be awful. That's okay. But you know, it would be it would be an honor to be killed in-game by Jacksepticeye. It, yep. Sean, whatever his last name is. McLaughlin, I think? I'm not sure. It's I don't know. Some, Ir- some, some stereotypical I mean, Irish. It's not. Uh, his first name is Sean, which is like the most popular Irish name I think <laughs> ever. But I, his last name, I think, is like McLaughlin or something. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, back to Kurt Cobain. I, I'm not famous, but I can get how like one would come to like yeah. resent fame. Well, especially because it's like all he wanted to do was make music. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So... Um, and especially, I feel like it's a lot different for music artists than it is content creators too, because content creation is meant to be like a really personal thing. Like you have to think about like, what is going to make people laugh? Cause that's how I'm going to be successful. Exactly. What is going to appeal to people? Cause that's how I'm going to be successful with music. You're just like, I'm just going to write what I write and I hope that people like it. And if they don't like it, then some, somebody will, what I, I am writing will appeal to someone. Exactly. You know, exactly. there, there is a, there is a niche that this will fit into somewhere. Yep. Exactly. Um, in the fall of that same year, Nirvana performed for MTV's Unplugged in New York City, and they also toured Europe. While in Europe, um, Kurt took time out of his day to spend time with Courtney and Francis, and they, like, went on a date and, like, had a really good time. Uh, but <laughs> while at his hotel later, he purposefully OD'd and fell into a coma. Okay, so Courtney says Whoa. he purposefully OD'd. Oh, Big, yeah. a big switch uh, so we had a, we on had me, a my really guy. good day, and then I'm going to OD. And he went into a coma, and Courtney found him and took him to the hospital. <laughs> and then he was okay. Yeah. Hey, wait, he was okay? That, that wasn't how he died? No. Oh, you wait. You For wait. some reason, I feel like he died in a plane crash, but I think that's, I think I'm thinking of John Denver. Oh, yeah, he did not. Okay, so when he returned to the state, his mental health only worked to the states. Sorry, they were still in Italy. So, right. like, when he returned to the states, his mental health had worsened. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, on March... I have 81, but but I think I mean 18th. March 18th. <laughs> on March, March 18th, 94, <laughs> Courtney called authorities because Kurt had taken some medication and locked himself in a closet with guns. Oh, um, The no. police got there, and Kurt was like, I do have these things, but I'm not going to hurt myself. Um... They deemed it as, you know, he's not, he's not in any harm. Nobody else is in harm. So they just, they left, but they did confiscate the medication and the guns. Okay. Um, shortly after that, Courtney begged Kurt to get clean, which she was trying to do herself. Um, which is a valid request. He checked himself into a rehab center in LA, but on April 1st, he left and went back to Seattle. So this was like a couple days. Um, also Courtney left literally like the same day. 
that they checked into rehab and went to a hotel and checked in there because she needed to, quote, detox, unquote. That's what you do in rehab. But she, um, can, she can't shoot up if she's in rehab. Uh, she can shoot up if she's in this random hotel. I have such a broken heart for people with addictions. Yeah. It's Me different too. when you have, like, people that you love in your life. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, I, I want to be, like, you shitty person, but I know that that's not how it works. Like, it's it's a disease. Exactly. It's different because, like, there are kids involved. But... Exactly. Exactly. Um, visitors... Why was that so hard to say? It's because I distracted you by turning the lamp on. <laughs> Maybe. Visitors that came to see him before he left their or therapy. Yes. I mean, yes. Um, before he left rehab, claimed that he was like happy and he was doing great and he was determined, but he just left. He was in rehab for like four days. So. Yeah, and then left. Yep. Um, but after he left rehab, he went missing um, oh, and wouldn't talk to anybody, not even Courtney. Uh, Courtney decided to cancel his credit cards and hire oh. a private investigator named Tom Grant. Where is their kid during all of this? Is Courtney having her? Who knows? Who knows? I honestly don't know a whole lot about Francis Bean. Um, Francis Bean. I know. Uh, when my mom was like, yeah, they have a daughter named Francis Bean. I was like, you're lying. <laughs> <There's> <laughs> that's no not that's her real. name. Um, I honestly, I don't know. I don't know who was taking care of her or I, I honestly have no idea. I would okay. assume... I would assume they have, like, the money for, like, a nanny or something. Okay, yeah, you're right. That's what he was. They had a live-in nanny. And that is also important, and we will get there in a second. Um, On April 6th, Tom, which, remember, that was the PI, he's also very important, so. Okay. um, I didn't know his name was Tom. Yeah. That was the PI that Courtney hired? Yeah. Okay. Tom was still not able to find Kurt. So this is, he left rehab on the 1st, went missing on the 2nd, the 6th, still can't find Kurt. Um, so he goes back to Seattle because this is still taking place in LA. He's like looking all in LA, couldn't find him. So he goes back to Seattle to see if he can find him. Courtney said she didn't want to go back to Washington to help find Kurt because she had quote business obligations to take care of unquote. What did Courtney do for a living? She was also in a band. Oh. But her band was just not successful. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess it was like successful, but not Nirvana successful. Yeah. So, Tom went back to Seattle by himself and met up with one of Kurt's friends, Dylan. Uh, Courtney and Kurt also had a live-in nanny, and his name was Michael DeWitt. He was still at their house. Like, so, okay, yep. So, when Courtney and Kurt were in L.A., Michael was still at the house with Francis. Wait, who's Michael? He's the nanny. Oh, okay. Sorry. No, you're fine. Uh, Tom specifically told Courtney not to tell anybody he was coming, so that way, if they knew where Kurt was, like, he wouldn't just be like, hey... P.I.'s coming to look for you, um, so he wouldn't go run or try to hide or, you know, anything like that. Um, Courtney said she wouldn't, but surprise, surprise, Courtney lied. (laughs) Shocker. (laughs) I hate Courtney Love. I genuinely do not like Courtney Love. Okay. Um, She told Michael that the P.I. was coming to look for Kurt, but Courtney said that Michael would never tell anybody. So that excuses you to just intervene in an investigation that your missing husband is missing. Seems kind of sketchy. (sighs) It's almost like she didn't want her husband to be caught. Am I kind of on the money there? She didn't want her husband at all. Mm. I'll get there. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Michael testified to the police that he had seen Kurt, um, that Kurt had shown up to the house, and he had seen him. Later, Michael tries to uh, retract this, and Courtney says Michael didn't see him. Mind you, Courtney, I think at this point, is still in L.A. Detoxing in the hotel. So, Tom and Dylan, which was Kurt's friend, um, went to the house and was looking around, you know, like... In LA or in Seattle? This is in Seattle. Okay. Um, They're, like, looking, you know, trying to find Kurt. And while they were looking, there was a note laying on the stairs. And it was, like, just laying on the stairs, a note. 
And the note reads, Kurt, I cannot believe you managed to be in this house without me noticing. You're a effing asshole for not calling Courtney and at least letting her know that you're okay. She's in a lot of pain, Kurt. And this morning she had another accident and she's now in the hospital again. She's your wife and she loves you and you have a child together. Get it together to at least tell her you're okay or she is going to die. <laughs> like, die was, like, in all capital letters and, like, under Who is this times. from? So, this one actually isn't signed. It's not fair, man. Do something now. Grant, of course, thought the note was weird. He thinks it was deliberately left for him to see in that Courtney. Okay, so it was wrote by Michael. Michael wrote it. The nanny. The nanny. So, the nanny just, like, abandoned the kid in L.A., drove to Seattle, left a note for Kurt. No, so, I think the nanny was, because they lived in Seattle. So, I think oh. the nanny stayed in Seattle with Francis. And then, oh. yeah, um, and, but the PI thinks that Courtney told Michael to write that note. Okay. So, um. I am very lost, but I understand. It's gonna, it's gonna come back together. It, yeah, it'll come full circle, and you'll see why I rage. Um, so they didn't find anything otherwise, so they went to, like, other places to check, like, drug spots, or, like, his friend's house, or, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Um, on Friday, April 8th of 1994, an electrician had found Kurt Cobain dead in the guest house. Um, the official cause of death was suicide by shotgun wound to the head. Kurt was found laying- Shotgun wound? How do you kill yourself with a shotgun? Uh-uh. Mm-mm. That's- Nope. Kurt was found laying on the ground with Pulled a shotgun- Pulled that trigger with my toes, bitch. Yep. Shotgun in his hand, and it was com- it was confirmed that he got a shotgun from a friend, but this was before he went to rehab, and it was for personal protection. Um- noted i'm sorry how did that pi do all of that investigating in the house but then not find him so in the this, guest house so this was like a guest house above like the garage in the back so i guess they didn't really have like a reason to check there i, I think mean, if somebody's missing you would check anywhere i agree yeah I agree. like why was john benet just randomly found behind a a, a water here right and how did they not no that, that's right. bullshit yeah uh, yeah. So, before Kurt had died, his friends said he was doing well. Same thing as rehab. He was, like, really trying to get his life together. Like, he loved being a dad. He had finally seen a doctor over his stomach issues. They gave him the medication. He was not in pain anymore. Like, he was really, really trying to get his shit together. So, all of his friends, when they said that it was a suicide, they were like, there's no way. Now, don't get this confused with the fact that Kurt did have mental health problems and he was depressed. Mm-hmm. And his depression was really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and according to Courtney, he did have several suicide attempts before. None of them were successful. Obviously. Um, right. So you kind of have to... I would I would probably believe that it was a suicide if you hadn't told me that it was a shotgun. <laughs> you just wait, man. Okay. Um, so uh, the angle, according to Tom, the PI, um, the angle in which the gun it was had hired been, by Courtney. Yeah. Okay. Um, the gun that the angle in which the gun had been found on Kurt, the PI had stated that it would be almost impossible to fire. Well, yeah, it's. A, I, it, yeah. Yeah. How do you fire? Uh, he actually had stated the shotgun shell was found at. Okay, so quote. Sorry, the shotgun shell had been found to the Cobain's left side, where the opposite. Um, we would expect to find the shell on Cobain's right side. The exit chamber is clearly on his right side. Shotguns do not flip upside down when fired. His wrist would have had to bend at an angle that is anatomically impossible. I'm just trying to, like, work that out yeah. in my head. There's no way. There's no... That's bull- um, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, the only way the shell could have ended up on the opposite side of the room is if, when the shell was expelled, it hit an obstruction on Cobain's right side, ricocheted to Cobain's left side where the jacket was. And then landed on the jacket. So, like, Cobain's laying like this. Mm-hmm. The shotgun's this way. The chamber's this way. The bullet's on the left side on a jacket. 
So it have to like it would have to like go in a full arc exactly. around. So the PI thinks it's sketchy. Which like it, is then, it impossible that it would end up over there? No, but like I I, I mean I I've, I've shot very few guns in my life, but I don't think that the shells get that much no. impact when they well, fall out of the gun. And also, it's not going to just ricochet and then just land on this jacket. Yeah, like purposely. it would it would go like all the way over exactly. there. Like there's no way. Exactly. Um, he also had three times the lethal amount of heroin injected into his system. Holy shit. Um, it's, it's seemingly impossible to pick up a shotgun and shoot yourself with that much heroin. I was going to say, system. I was literally just about to say, there's no way high off his ass on heroin. Like yeah. that, uh, it, 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 uh, uh, there's just yeah. no way. Yeah. I, I've never, like, I wouldn't know, mom, important that you know that I would not know this, but I've known enough people who have been, whose lives have been taken over by drugs. Exactly. I went, like, Mom, if you didn't know this, almost everybody in our hometown was on heroin. Mom, so many of them were doing heroin and meth. They just were. Um, There wasn't that much to do in the area. So many of them were on drugs. That's how my hometown is. And, like, that shit will knock you out. One of my really good friends when I was in high school found her, no, not high school, middle school? I think it was middle school. I think we ended up going to different high schools. I'm not going to say their name for privacy purposes. But they found their sibling, their brother, just, like, passed out, passed out. Yeah. High off their ass on heroin. Like, there's no way that you're going to be able to stay conscious long enough to shoot, to, to go through all the process of shooting yourself. Like, you'd miss, even if you tried. Yeah. You'd miss. I'm grinning, but I'm grinning. You guys can't see me. I'm grinning. I'm smiling. You ready for me to give you some numbers? Oh, God. Um, so, a medical examiner from San Diego stated that heavy users only use up to 40 to 60 milligrams in one hit. Mm-hmm. The, there were 225 milligrams of heroin injected into Kurt Cobain, three times the amount that would be considered lethal. Holy 225 milligrams of heroin were injected into this man's body, and he shot himself with a shotgun you in the head. You said lethal amount earlier. I thought you said legal amount. I was lethal. Like, okay. No, sorry. I, would, I was also trying to reconcile in my head what is the legal amount of heroin. I was I like, I don't think there zero. is one. Yeah. I was like, three times the legal amount. Is that? I don't understand. Yeah. Okay. Lethal amount. That That's a whole, that's even worse. Like, 225 milligrams injected into this man's body. And the avid user injects 40 to 60 milligrams. 225 milligrams. And then he shot himself in the head with a shotgun? Yeah. 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 Let's talk about it. So, I... Did they rule the cause of death? The as, shotgun? A suicide. Shotgun. No, okay, but... Yeah, it's the shotgun. The shotgun. So, what it sounds like to me is that somebody shot him in the head and then shot him up with a bunch of heroin to try and make it look, uh, mm-mm, mm-mm. No, that's some bullshit. Um, we'll get... We'll I get thought... I, I thought Kurt Cobain died in a plane crash. <laughs> I really think that's John Denver now. Those are two very different people. <laughs> two very, very different people. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm sorry. God. I don't think it's funny. I just think oh, it's no, funny no. how stupid I am. No, 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 you're not stupid. I don't tell Fox I said that. He won't listen. To, actually, he might listen to this. Oh, God. Honey, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I didn't <laughs> I know not, more about Kurt Cobain. It's not funny. I just think it's really funny that, like, because now all, because I wouldn't be as enraged and this wouldn't be such a popular topic. Like, it's a pretty popular conspiracy theory. Yeah, I mean, it's on our like, list, and I, I I, have, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. I've seen it on the, like, we have a, a Google Doc of topics that we want to cover on the podcast that we can both contribute to, and I've always wondered why Kurt Cobain's on the list. I was like... Because he, he died just, like, in a plane crash. Well, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, 
as a rock star who, like, he, I mean, I'm sure he probably did a bunch of drugs. Like, did he kill a bunch of people? Like, he just died in a plane crash and things were chill. So why exactly is Kurt, like, is the plane crash the hot mess? Like, what, what, what is it that she wants to talk about considering Kurt Cobain? But then also, every time you bring up the name Kurt Cobain, you get so ragey. So in my mind, I was like, there's something about it that I'm missing that I know I have to be missing because she doesn't get this fired up about people who are just rock stars that kill some people and then die in a plane crash. That can't be right. Good plane crash. I I knew that that couldn't be it. I was like, was the plane hijacked? Like, what exactly was the situation that makes her so mad? Because again, whenever you were like, oh, I'm going to get this mad, immediately I knew Kurt Cobain, but then immediately I was also confused. I'm like, why? Why are we so mad? about Kurt Cobain. Now I'm mad. Continue. Okay. I get it now. <laughs> um, there's a ton of media lies around the case. Uh, for example, one of the lies was that there was a stool like barricading the door shut to where he was. And this was later revealed that it was moved, moved there after he died. What? So like the media reported that there was a stool keeping the door from being open. Um, and then after they investigated, it was found that the stool was placed there after he had been dead. Uh, <laughs> also, what? I didn't mention this. How earlier. do you get out of the house then? Climb through a, <clears throat> multiple I, entrances, maybe. Yeah, probably. I don't know. That was a dumb um, question. Uh, also, I forgot to mention that he it was. I think April eighth they found his body. I think they said that his official death date was April. So he had been what? dead for a couple days. They had been in the house since then. Mm-hmm. Well, so like, okay, so. Here's the house. Right. Um, here's the garage. And then it's like a greenhouse, guest house type thing on okay. top of the garage. But still, what I'm saying is right. that if no, you were... you would definitely check everything. Which I don't think... I don't necessarily think that the PI is involved because he's the one whistleblowing no, yeah. being like, this is kind of sketchy. But also, that's just negligence on his part. Like, why wouldn't it, you? Well, I, I... Yeah, same. I also think the same thing, but also... This was the 90s. So, like... Okay, but it wasn't the 70s. The 70s is whenever you could be a serial killer and just get away with it. That's fair. That's fair. Which this isn't a also, serial killer thing, Washington. but so... So, like, a bigger... Like, yeah, Seattle, Washington Seattle, at that. Seattle, which is a bigger big city. city. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like every time you hear a story about the LAPD just being absolute bullshit, and you're like, like, how? You're the LAPD. Exactly. Like exactly. what? <laughs> so I'm not sure. Like I guess they just didn't think. Like it was it was there on their end. They just didn't think to check the greenhouse or the guest house. Dumb. Yeah, I think it was just they just didn't. Because at this point they didn't know he was dead. They thought he was missing. Yeah, but still, if you were lo- that, but that's my point. Right. You're not looking for a dead body. You're looking for a person. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess it was probably like, why would he be hiding? Like, if he knows we're here, why would they, he be hiding, like, in the garage or in the guest room? Okay, but in my mind, that's exactly where he would go. If he knew that you were going to walk into the main house, The pl- well, he, see, he's not going to hide in the main house right. and be well, found. Well, see, I would think that, like, if he were hiding and they showed up in the main house, he would probably just, like, sneak and leave, if mm. that makes sense. Maybe. I don't know. I think GTA in my head. I think I should... Grand Theft Auto. Oh, I've never played that. But just like sneaking out the back. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Okay. Let me see. Oh, another example that the media lied about, which I understand... Is it that the media lied or that they were fed false information? Probably both. I didn't really look into it much. It's a high profile case. Probably a lot of just like random bullshit thrown out. Yeah. Um, They... Okay, so... Something that was said was that um, he put his wallet next to him open with his ID so he could be identified when they found his body. Oh, because um, he got shot in the head. Right, okay. which um, was later said that the photographer, mm-hmm. the police photographer, is the one who did it to, like, for forensics mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, which, is, I mean, that makes sense. Right. 
Um, Courtney had been telling the media for years that Kurt was suicidal, like we talked about. Um, that he had past attempts. So when Courtney filed the police report, not only did she lie and say that she was his mother. What? I'm sorry, what? Courtney, when she filed her police report saying that he was a missing person, she said that she... she filed it as his mom? Yeah. She said that he was... She was his mom. Wait, she said, I, Courtney, love him, his mom? No, or she, I'm I, using her name. Yeah, and I think fi- she used her name. Why wouldn't you use your own name like to file you, a missing persons report? You're his wife. Exactly. She wrote... That's weird. She wrote he was suicidal and was afraid he was going to kill himself, so police... So when police finally found him, it was a suicide. So, of course, that's how it's going to be ruled. Like, if it walks like a duck, talks like a duck, it's a duck. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> That was very cute. And you just said hiccup when you hicked up. I know. I do that. And I hate it. I say a chew when I when I sneeze, but I've you never actually cute. seen, heard anyone say hiccup. That was very cute. If I hiccup with my mouth closed, it's just, <gasps> but if I hiccup with, like, if my mouth is, like, parted, like, I'm about to say something. I'm leaving that in there. I need everyone to hear you say hiccup fine. when you hiccup. That's fine. That's You're cute. welcome. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, <laughs> let's just uh, go over a few ways, too, how the Seattle police drop the ball. Mm-hmm. And also, I don't know necessarily that the P.I. was in, like, I think he was just, like, his own, I mean, I guess that's Most the, point, P.I.s of, are, the yeah. point of being a private investigator, but he's not, like, through Seattle. I think right. he's just some random guy. Yeah. Um, they, I mean, people all over the world have P.I. firms. Right. Um, they allowed him to be cremated six days after he was found. So not a proper, what? not a proper investigation or autopsy or, that it was just ruled as a suicide and that's what it was. No, yeah. Um, Not even, like, burial. Cremation. Cremation. That shit's gone. Six days after. Um, Then they waited a month, so May 6th, to process the gun for fingerprints, which they came back and said there were no fingerprints on the gun. no There were no fingerprints on the cartridge, and there were no fingerprints on the pen that he used to write his suicide note, which I will read you the suicide note, and we'll go into that a little bit later. Oh, God. Um, They're they're always so bad at writing the letters. His suicide note is more so like, it's kind of like a breakup note instead of a suicide note. When I read it, you'll see what I mean. That makes me think that Courtney Love did it, because she sounds like the kind of person who's so self-absorbed that she would equal their relationship, the end of their relationship, to being the end of his life. Oh, you just wait. Um, they also gave Courtney the gun to be melted down <gasps> and the greenhouse to be destroyed. What? So everything's gone. Why? All the evidence is hold gone. on, hold on. That doesn't make any sense. Why? Why would you give somebody a gun to be melted yeah. down? They gave her the gun to be melted down. The yeah. gun wasn't... Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, there, there's a lot to unpack here, so let's just get into it. All right, first of all... <laughs> I'm glad that you're getting as enraged about this as I am, because well, I, I, I hate... I hate cases where things could have been so different yep. if people just knew how to do their damn jobs. So, okay. I have been a, I, like, mom, hi, I have loved Nirvana for a very long time. Like, okay. when I was in my edgy teenage years, it's not a phase. I'm still in mine. Well, same. Uh, it's not a phase, mom. <laughs> did you, okay, I'm sorry. Real quick sidetrack. Um, did you see that video on TikTok a couple months back of this kid being like, it was never a phase, mom. It's a lifestyle. And then he just starts screaming, dear Maria Calvin. Yeah. Okay. Um, All Time Low has a TikTok now. I saw. And they did that. I lost my mind. I saw it at like three in the morning, boxes asleep, and I'm like trying not to scream while I'm like, this is the best video on the internet. My favorite thing too, side note, also related to TikTok, is like sometimes Devin will fall asleep before I do, so I'm like scrolling my phone or whatever, Mm -hmm. and the worst part is when I find something that is hilarious, and and I'm trying not to like horse laugh <laughs> i'm just like oh and then there have been times that i've woke him up and i'm like i'm, I'm so, so sorry yep. this is just so funny to me but yes <laughs> okay so, so but yes i have been a nirvana fan for a very long time uh-huh. like 
I'm 23, probably 10, 15 years. Like, I okay. had posters hanging on my walls. I had bought all their CDs. When you were seven? Well. So maybe more like 10 years. Probably more like 11 or 12. Okay. Yeah. All right. Preteen. Um, yeah. Heard. Um, so I had, like, posters hanging on my walls. Like, Jason introduced me to their album Nirvana, which was released after Kurt had already been dead. And I was like, wait, how does that happen? So <laughs> then he had to explain to me how that happens. And it was just this whole thing. So, like... I loved Nirvana and Kurt Cobain, like, top five bands, one of my favorites. Like, I would have given anything to be in the 90s and see Nirvana live. Mm -hmm. Like, so when I found out that, oh, he didn't potentially kill himself, Mm -hmm. I just filled with so much rage. And I still am just so enraged because it's like, what do you, what, why? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, I have, I have a, we'll get into the theory of why. Like, and it's really the only theory as to why, but like, it makes sense. Okay. So. I, I just want to talk real quick about, first off, everybody confirmed that he got a gun from his friend, the shotgun from yeah. his friend for personal protection. So first off, why would, when you confiscate the gun, why would you give it back to Courtney? Why right. would it not go back to, to the, the friend? To the friend. Like if they cleared him of being responsible, whatever, they're like able to confirm, okay, yeah, Kurt got this gun from this person, whatever. Why didn't that go back to him? Or if he wasn't fit to have it, why would you just give it to, why would you give an unregistered gun to somebody who probably didn't have a carry license. Is no. that a thing? Back? I don't know. I don't, I'm not sure. But like, still. And that's another thing, too, that I try to, like, think about. Like, laws were so different almost, what, and this what is, was, this 94 is... was, what, almost 30 years ago? Jesus Christ. So this was almost 30 years ago. So, like. I was the, born in 97. I know, same. <laughs> oh, I'm, we're creeping up on 25 and I hate it. I turned 24 and. I know. I turned, yeah. Like, I think you're, like, what, three weeks older than me? Yeah. And then Kira's a week older than me. Which is, I think... Wait, is she really? Yeah, she's like a week older than me. Oh my god. I love so wait, it. her birthday's in April? Because mm-hmm. yours is April 23rd? Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so hers is like the... F- I'm, gonna, I'm going to get it wrong. It's like the 14th or something. Okay. 17th, something like that. But yeah. So I'm older all, than both you bitches. We're all really close in age, and I think about how I'm about to be 24 all the time, and I just... Kira's also 23, right? Yeah. Nice. She's about to be 24, too. Yeah, nice. I know. We're going to have to have COVID-friendly, because we're around each other all the time. Uh, because of work. Because we have to be, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think we should have, like, a really fun 24-year-old birthday between... I don't want to celebrate it. <sighs> Too bad. Between... Uh, My 23rd year was not a good year for me, Megan. We're lesbians together. I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Not together, platonically. We're platonically lesbians together, all three of us. We're a thruple of lesbians, so we have to celebrate our birthdays together as lesbians. (laughs) It's even funnier because my mom used to think that you and I were dating. Oh, yeah. funnier because all three of us are in relationships with cis men yes <laughs> okay oh. important note we're not in a throuple we're not in a romantic relationship but um i i would definitely marry either one of you platonically yes <laughs> thank you. you uh yeah so in case you didn't know we're lesbians together <laughs> uh crystal and i have we are in a a platonic throuple with our friend kiera <laughs> which just means we're really good friends <laughs> So, but I like to call us a thruple. I think it fits better. Oh, God. So we're a platonic thruple. <laughs> um, and it's me, Crystal, and Kiera. And is Kiera even gay? I think she's bi, yeah. Oh, is she? Okay, yeah. I didn't know that. Um, so, yeah, it's, we're, we're, we're a thruple. And 
A platonic thruple. <sighs> my face is so hard. <laughs> Your cheeks are red. <laughs> I'm laughing so hard. I can't breathe. All right. Anyway. Um, okay. Birthday party. Fine. Sounds good. Yes. <laughs> That's where we landed on that. Yes. Um, but yes. So they just gave the gun back. Like why if they if why did they just not keep it? Oh yeah, it? that's what I was raging about. Like why, why did they just not keep it? And also another thing is they cremated him six days after. There was nothing suspicious to them about it at all whatsoever. That the they... PI was like, Hey, this is kinda sketchy and the Seattle PD was like, Who? <laughs> Don't yeah. know her. Yeah. Evidence? Proper oh. processing? And it's not it, again, it's not even like it was the seventies. Like So the And I, I the seventies is what I always refer to as like the prime time to be a murderer. Yep. Because nobody knew what they were doing. The term serial killer was just now being coined. Exactly. Turnkey kids were like, which turnkey kids are like kids who would like go home to empty houses because their parents would be at work and they would just be able to like, they had a key to their house, they would come home from school, they would be there by themselves. Prime suspects or prime uh, subjects for kidnappings and all kinds right. of other terrible things. The 70s was not a good time to be anybody. Right. Period. For so many reasons, but particularly in terms of crime. But, like, you would think that we would have advanced. Mm -hmm. And again, it's Seattle. Yeah. It's a big city. And he's a big name. Yes. Exactly. That was the thing. They weren't, like... Like, we get used to people being negligent in cases for people that don't have big names. Because people don't care. But... But that's the thing. Like, they... It wasn't like Nirvana hadn't taken off. This was the 90s. Prime Nirvana time. Prime mm-hmm. crunch time. The Fox was definitely playing the drums to their soundtracks yeah. at this point. Yes, exactly. So it's like... Just kidding. Fox was probably like three at this time. What what year was this? This was 94, so he was four. He was four. So he wasn't well, quite right. playing drums yet, but, but he was he was coming up on it. Right, exactly. So like, it, yeah, it just... It, it just is mind-blowing to me. And the biggest thing for me that, like, just sold it to me, it's like, if you told me this one piece of evidence and didn't tell me a single other thing, it's the shotgun. Yeah, it's exactly. the shotgun and the heroin. Like, how do you have three times the lethal dose of heroin injected into your body and then, first of all, say that they're going to shoot themselves? Listen, but, as soon as you said shotgun, I said, that's bullshit. But then, you didn't have to tell me about yeah, the heroin part. Yeah. And then you didn't have to tell me about the shotgun show. But, the moment you said he shot himself in the head of the shotgun, I said, that is bullshit. But then, yeah, but then the second thing is the how the shotgun is laying. It's just not possible how he... And also, shotguns kick. Yeah. They kick. It's not going to just be laid perfectly. Like, if he would have killed himself with a Where shotgun. Where was it? Just, like, laying on top of yes. his body? There's no way. It would have... That shotguns kick. I don't know a ton about guns, but what I do know is that shotguns kick. And Listen, reason... I've played Valorant enough. <laughs> I know. No, sorry. There's a reason I do not, I would not fire shotguns when I was a kid mm-hmm. because it hurt to fire them because they kicked. Sorry, what kind of guns did you fire when you were a kid? Um, I used to go hunting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Never mind. That makes sense. Yeah, I'm I sorry. Would, <laughs> yeah, I would just, also, I'm from like backwoods. You are from you are from the backwoods. It's not like just I'm from the south. I'm from the backwoods. So like going outside and shooting a gun ain't nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so that was like where I lived. We I mean we both grew up in Tennessee, but like well, where mine's I, like outside Tennessee. But yeah. well, it's in the same. Yeah, it's in the tri-state yeah. area. It's tri-cities. Yeah, tri. Yeah, but sorry, tri-state area, and then also the tri-cities is like within the tri-state mm-hmm. area. But yeah, um, like you grew up close enough to Tennessee for yeah. it to be like uh, exactly. Right, yeah. Um, so, you could have thrown a rock and hit Elizabethan. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> So, but, like, the fact that, like, even I, who don't have a lot of knowledge, was like, that shotgun shouldn't be laying there after it was fired. 
That's weird. Well, that's just like, I'm sorry, if you've ever seen a movie, like, that's just kind of, I, I don't know. It's I guess just, I can't see, say that that's just like common knowledge, but still. But still, if you know anything about guns and you know that shotguns kick and you think that it's normal. And they're long. Yeah. Like, he, there's no, exactly. who has the wingspan? <laughs> exactly. To, like, exactly. I, listen, this is actually kind of bringing up a lot of emotions for me because there was a person that I knew completely anonymous. I will not go into any kind of detail. Um, but a person that I knew when I was in school who <clears throat> not that long ago, I think it's been about three years ago, uh, killed himself. Supposedly. I don't believe it for a second. Yeah. I don't believe it for a hot damn minute because he killed himself with a long, like, I, I think it actually was a shotgun. Um, but that was the story that, um, his mom <clears throat> gave everybody. It was no secret that he was in a really uh, bad like home. It was no secret that uh, he was like really messed up. And would it have made sense? Sure. But he was like 18 maybe? Yeah. Like he wasn't he, it, the 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 like official report on it said that he pulled the trigger with like there's with, with like, his mom in the house yeah. downstairs. Also like just Please sit and think about, like, if I were a police officer and I was writing a report on a suicide and it was like, oh, yeah, he fired the shotgun with his feet. Like, first off, you're not going to be able to hold the shotgun steadily enough to where it's going to, I don't want to say successfully, but. Uh, it, it shouldn't work. Right. In it the shouldn't. Way that you'd it have sh- to hold no, it. it shouldn't work. You shouldn't be able to hold it in a proper position. And again, this this was like small town Tennessee police right. department but and still. A, a nobody that nobody cared. Well, he's he wasn't a nobody to to right. us, but like in the like grand scheme of the world, yeah. nobody would know his name. Exactly. But still, like this is bringing up a lot of like feelings because I'm just like, how do people get away with that? Like, yeah. I, I'm not saying that I think his mom killed him. I don't. I I don't think that that happened exactly. But I also don't think that she didn't know it was coming. Exactly. And I right. don't believe for a second that he fired a shotgun or any kind of... It was a long barrel gun that he had to... I, I don't believe for a second that he pulled the trigger with his toe to kill himself. Right. Like, that's just... That didn't happen. No. Something else happened and we don't know what it is, but right. <clears throat> it was something. So, right. Well, like, that's the thing, too. Like, it is possible to kill yourself with a shotgun. It is possible. It's very hard. Yeah. It please is, don't go try Right. It. No, please, for the love of God. This is very sensitive it just doesn't, information. It but doesn't it just doesn't seem, make sense. It, it doesn't, doesn't make any sense. sense. And especially, like, you said the shotgun thing, and I, immediately I was like, no. But then especially when you add in all the other factors, like, there's no way. That's yeah. just not, that's, that's not what happened. Yeah. Period. There's no speculation. Yeah. It's not even conspiracy. That's, what, that's not what happened. That's why I literally, like, the, the fact that it's, like, the, the casing was on the left side. Like, the casing's on the left side of the exit chamber. And then it's still laying on him. Those were the two biggest things for me that I was like, wait a minute, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't fire a shotgun and it's going to just lay there. Perfectly laid up against your body. Like, it's just not going to. And also, never mind the fact that he had 225 milligrams of heroin injected into his body. Did they find a needle anywhere? Yeah, so the needle kit was all perfect. Perfect. Oh, uh, no. Perfect and uh, cleaned up and, yeah. Yep, yep. It was, like, set to the side, all packed together, cleaned, and you didn't think any of that was just wrong. God. Yeah. I hate this story. (laughs) (sighs) Yep. Um, Starting off with a heavy one, friends. Yeah. In the suicide note, the first half seemed to be made out to his fans. Um, Like I said, it wasn't necessarily, like, there is no mentions of suicide, really. Mm -hmm. It's like, it honestly, to me, seems more of, like, a breakup note. Um, Kurt had been talking about leaving the music industry for a while, um, and Courtney hated that. Courtney, oh yeah, because he was making. He was successful. He had a 
ton more money than she was or than she did like you know she was in this small band and it was like six like it was successful but not nirvana successful she was not supportive of him wanting to quit the industry at all like it caused problems it was like they were fighting tom which was the pi and many others believe the note is forged by courtney um they believe the first part is actually written by kurt um and it's also believed that this was made on a photocopier so, like, someone sliced some of the letters from the original part and then put them together to make other words. You're kidding so me. So, like, I'll... I'll it sh- wasn't even handwritten. It was, like, printed out. I think so. So, like, if you look up the suicide <clears throat> note... On um, it. The first part of it is, like, smaller writing. And then the bottom part where it would, like, transition, I guess, the letters are bigger. Was that a t-shirt with his... Yes, it is. That's creepy. Don't, what the hell? Don't partake don't... What? Yeah, you see what I mean? The FBI doesn't want to I actually, um, fun fact, have <clears throat> his journals. So, like, someone took his journal... <laughs> this is awful. But someone took his journals and then published them. So, and, like, made it into a book. But I have oh. them, and they're, like, they're very interesting to read i can imagine yeah very interesting he's a he's a character but yeah you see what i mean like towards the end wait is that francis bean yeah oh she's so cute that's her now yeah she's very that pink looks so good on her like that hair yeah she's a cutie i these t-shirts make me uncomfortable uh you know what actually i do remember that and you know who i think did it urban outfitters i think urban outfitters put the suicide notes on the shirt what someone correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure it was urban outfitters that's yeah, I think that's it. Buddha? Yeah, I think it's supposed to say Buddha. Okay. Yeah, no, there's no... Yeah. You just wait. <laughs> that looks so strange. Right? You just wait. <clears throat> All right. Um, another quote from Tom. There's an article in, in U.S. Okay, so he's talking to... Um, I, I guess it's someone else, like, either in the police force or, like, someone close with Kurt. I'm not sure exactly. Um, but... Uh, Tom is talking to somebody else and said there's another there's an article in US magazine and it is there and in it there's a quotation supposedly from the suicide note it says quote I can't live my life like this any longer something or unquote um, something to that effect the note was addressed to Cobain's childhood imaginary friend Boda okay that's creepy for some reason to me sorry <laughs> yeah no kind of is and the only people who have this information oh wait 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 sorry let me back up just a little bit um, I can't live my life like this any longer. Something to that effect. There's That's not in the suicide note. And the only people who have that information are me, Courtney, and the police. So they would have gotten that information from Courtney, to, my, to the best of my knowledge. And it's not a statement in the suicide note. But I believe it's a statement she wants people to think. This is coming from Tom. The who PI she hired. she hired. Listen, my respect for Tom is skyrocketing right mm-hmm. now. Um, a handwriting expert by the name of Reginald Walton compared copies of Kurt's handwriting to the copies of the note. Walton pointed out more than a dozen discrepancies. Walton believes a bulk of the suicide note was written by Cobain, but raises questions about the first line and the last four lines. Um, I am actually going to read the suicide note. It's a little lengthy, but I think that it's, like, important. Yeah, I'm trying to read it right now. Yeah. Um, I think it's a little important to note. So, um, it starts out, to Boda. Speaking from the tongue of an experienced simpleton who obviously would rather be an emasculated infantile infantile complainee, this note should be pretty easy to understand. All the warnings from the Punk Rock 101 courses over the years since my first introduction to the, shall we say, ethics involved with independence and the embracement of our community has proven to be very true. I haven't felt the excitement of listening to those two as well as creating music along with reading and writing for too many years now. I feel guilty beyond words about these things. For example, when we're backstage and the lights go out and the manic 
roar of the crowd begins, it doesn't affect me the way which it did for Freddie Mercury, who seemed to love, relish in the love and adoration from the crowd, which is something I totally admire and envy. The fact is, I can't fool you, any one of you. It simply isn't fair to you or me. The worst crime I can think of would be so... Two. Yep, would be to rip people off by faking it and pretending as if I'm having 100% fun. Sometimes I feel as if I should have a punch-in time clock before I walk out on stage. I tried everything within my power to appreciate it, and I do, God, believe me, I do, but that's not enough. I appreciate the fact that I and we have affected and entertained a lot of people. It must be one of those narcissists, oh, I'm sorry, it must be one of those narcissists who only appreciate things when they're gone. I'm too sensitive. It needs to be slightly numb in order to regain the enthusiasms I once had as a child. On our last three tours, I've had a much better appreciation for all the people I've known personally and as a fan of our music, but I still can't get over the frustration, the guilt, and empathy I have for everyone. There's good in all of us, and I think I simply love people too much, so much that it makes me feel too sad. The sad little sensitive, unappreciative Pisces man. He's a Pisces? <laughs> yeah. Why, do you, why don't you just enjoy it? I don't know. I have a goodness of a wife who's... Oh, goodness. Uh, goddess of a wife who sweats ambition and empathy and a daughter who reminds me too much of what I used to be, full of love and joy, kissing every person she meets because everyone is good and will do her no harm, and that tears my t- terrifies me to the point to where I can barely function. I can't stand the thought of Francis becoming the miserable, self-destructive death rocker that I've become. I have it good, very good, and I'm grateful, but since the age of seven, I've, be- I've become hateful towards all humans in general, only because it seems so easy for people to get along that have empathy. Only because I love and feel sorry for people too much, I guess. Uh, thank you all from the pit of my burning, nauseous stomach for your... Letters and concerns during the past years. I'm too much of an erratic, moody baby. I don't have the passion anymore, and so remember, it's better to burn out than fade away. Peace, love, empathy, Kurt Cobain. Francis and Courtney, I'll be at your altar. Please keep going, Courtney, for Francis, for her life, which will be much much happier without me. I love you. I love you. So, <clears throat> that's what I was saying. Like, it sounds more so like he's breaking up with the music industry than it does a suicide note to me. Um, and if we go back to what the handwriting specialist said, he said that he raises concerns for the first line and the last four. So the last four are Francis and Courtney, I'll be at your altar. Please keep me, uh, I'm sorry, please keep going Courtney for Francis for her life, which will be so much happier without me. I love you. I love you. So, and then the first line, maybe for, maybe to Boda. Yeah, I think so. So. Sorry, I'm just, I'm seeing all of this on All That's Interesting, which you know I love. But look at this picture. That's how they found the note. It was written in a red pen, and it was stabbed through a garden box outside with a pen. (laughs) I have a lot of feelings about that. Yeah. So, to me, like I said, it doesn't, like, seem like it was more so, like, a suicide note, except for the last four lines, um, than it does, like, he was breaking up with the music industry. I mean, he straight up said that he just, the the roaring from the crowd just doesn't make him, like, he yeah, likes nothing, it, but it just... Nothing about that until that last little section screams suicide note to Exactly. Me. What that sounds like to me is him practicing a press release that he's going to send out to the public to say, hey, I'm quitting music. Yep. That's what that sounds like Exactly. There is nothing in that that makes me think, oh, this man's going to kill himself. Exactly. I mean, it definitely sounds like dark and I would be kind of right. concerned, but not like, this. Is, that's not a suicide and, note. But also, also f- it was a greenhouse, not a guest house. That makes a little bit more sense as to why they wouldn't have looked there. Was and it a greenhouse? I, yeah, that's what, this is the picture of it. It's a green, that's like their main uh, house and then I would, the greenhouse. Uh, be careful looking through these. I don't know if they're going to post like his his body or not. I'm all that's interesting. They don't typically put like that okay. kind of gory stuff. Okay, on I it. just didn't want to like. All that's interesting is my favorite place to go for things because they never put like the really, really gory shit yeah. on it. 
Well, I don't know, like, what would be... I'm, I wouldn't be able to... Like, I can see crime scene photos, but I can't see his blown open head, if that makes sense. Well, I think... I don't think that they would show that. I think they would probably show, like, the lower half, if that makes okay. sense. Um, But... Uh, once again, I will say that Soaked in Bleach and Courtney and Kurt are two amazing documentaries, and I do 100% recommend watching them, especially Soaked in Bleach. Um, it is very, very good. So, yeah, the suicide note to me just doesn't seem like a suicide note. It seems like he's breaking up with the music industry. Yeah. Like, um, so, someone had been using some of his credit cards after he was dead. Shocking. Um, some of his cards were missing from his wallet, and they noticed that someone had been using them. So, that raises the question, was it Courtney? Did she pay Michael to do it? And if she did, what was it? Michael was the babysitter? Yep. Um, so the motive could be that Kurt was loaded. Uh, I watched a YouTube video and it was, of course, Kendore. Of course. Um, but by the when she made this video, NBC had reported that his estate was valued at $450 million. And it continues to grow. So I can only imagine what it is now. Yeah, I mean, the royalties off of Nirvana. And this was, well, and this was, the, she made this video four or five years ago. Maybe yeah. three or four. But still. Um, another, um, another reason, Kurt was leaving Courtney. Yeah. Like, they were filing for, div- div- like, filing for divorce. Um, a quote from Courtney's father, they were definitely going to get a divorce. That's correct. That's a well-established fact. And he was going to change his will. That's correct. Weeks prior to his death, she, as in Courtney, requested her attorneys find the meanest and most vicious divorce lawyers possible. So if something had happened to Kurt after divorce, she would get nothing. If something happened to Kurt while they were married, then she gets everything. Oh my God! Another thing from uh, <clears throat> another thing from Courtney's dad. I don't know who killed him. I know who benefited from his death. My daughter being one. Her dad said that. That's a quote Jesus. from her dad. I don't know who killed him. I know who benefited from his death. My daughter being one. Even her freaking dad thinks that he was murdered. Doesn't think it's a suicide. Um, another thing that happened. Eldon Hope did an interview and he had admitted Courtney Love had come up to him and offered him fifty thousand dollars to kill Kurt. <gasps> He said he didn't take her up on it, but he did pass it along to a friend. Um, In an interview in, I think it was Soaked in Bleach, um, a conversation in the interview goes like this. Eldon, when she offered me the money, God dang, I wish I would have taken it, making it look like a suicide. Interview, yeah, but if you had just blown his brains out, then it would have looked like you just blew his brains out, not like a suicide. Eldon, right, hey, 50 grand does a lot of talking. Buy me a beer, I might do some more talking. Two days after the interview, he was killed by a train. No witnesses. Nobody knows if it was an accident or if it was on purpose. He was just hit by a train. Yep. Another conversation between Courtney's I, dad and I wish you guys could see my face right now. I'm sorry. My jaw was on the Yeah, ground. she dropped. It dropped. Um, and this is the last little bit I have in my notes and then we can discuss. Okay. Uh, Courtney's dad. Well, I don't think he killed himself. I think that somebody killed him. I never said that Courtney killed him. I don't know if that's the case. Interviewer. Is there any way you think she might be involved in his death or even murder? Courtney said, I can't say one way or the other. I mean, I have no idea. Really, I didn't say I know who did it. All I know is that the evidence is so strong towards the possibility that he was murdered. Thoughts? (laughs) I have a lot. I have a lot. You see why I I get so enraged? Isn't she beautiful? She's so beautiful. And doesn't Courtney just look so bad? I hate her so much. Yeah, I I was going to say, I think she's probably aesthetically attractive, but like she's got an evil soul. And I think Francis looks a lot like Kurt. He does. Look at that picture. (sighs) Yeah, compared, look at her face in that. She's like, oh. um, so apparently Francis actually got 
her dad's money. Oh, good. I have a lot of feelings. So she can, uh, court, wait. Frances controls the publicity rights to her father's name and image. So that's nice. That's nice. Um, well, I think, wow, she's really talented. Um, I definitely don't think that he killed himself. That's just not even a question. Um, I don't know that I necessarily think that Courtney did it, but I definitely think that Courtney <clears throat> played a part in it. Is yeah. that? No, no. I, I want to, that, is yes. that RuPaul? Yeah, I think so. I, Look at Dave. In the back. Oh my god. <laughs> um, Dave Girl's just kind of adorable. Dave Girl's just the kind of person you just want to like, take his cheeks and be yeah, like, they're so just, cute. Uh, so I don't think Courtney pulled the trigger, but I do think Courtney was involved. Uh, oh, Courtney, yeah. you know everyone thinks this, so please don't sue us. I'm sorry. I just think, yeah, Courtney, don't, don't sue me for libel because this is like common. Like, everybody's talking about this. And you have, I, I have nothing to give you. You can sue me, but I ain't got nothing for you. I'm broke as shit. Right. You can take my wheelchair. That's about it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I, listen, I just need to say that a couple days ago, I finished The Tiger King. And this is going to make sense. It's going to tie in. All right. Um, I didn't watch it when it came out last year because animal cruelty really, like, yeah. gets to me. Um, but I was, after this, like, whole thing where former president Donald Trump um, was like, part- <laughs> did you see where he like uh, Joe exotic? Yes. Hired the tweet. limo. Yeah. So, okay. I saw all this stuff about all these pardons that the former president was handing out and all this other stuff. And what, what really got me was I saw a tweet from Joe exotic saying that he was too something and too, he, Oh, he said he was too innocent and too gay to get a pardon from President Trump, and he like basically was like scathing remarks about how too, like he's Joe only. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> was basically like, oh, they're all they're interested in is money, and like he had written Donald Trump he this letter from him, President. Right? No, he didn't. And That's it, what it, I but thought. his entire legal team was so sure that he was going to that they hired a limo they to pick him up limo, from prison. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So there's all that, and in my mind, I'm like, hold on. Okay. So first off, Joe, I, I didn't watch the documentary. I didn't know anything about it except that there was that song on TikTok about Carol Baskin killing her husband. Okay, so I was like, I, I thought that Joe Exotic was Carol Baskin's husband for the longest time, and then like people were like, oh, Joe Exotic oh, shouldn't god. be in jail. Yeah, I know. Oh god. So I was like, oh, so Joe Exotic was the tiger person, and then Carol Baskin fed him to a tiger. That's what happened. And then I started seeing stuff about like free Joe Exotic, and I was like, wait, is he, is he not her husband? So I like, I didn't really know what was happening, but I was able to piece together a little bit of right. stuff. Um, but I didn't understand how Carol Baskin played into any of it. Um, all I knew was that she supposedly killed her husband and she was on Dancing with the Stars for whatever reason. Um, I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> so I don't watch Dancing with the Stars, but I did watch a YouTube clip of that and I was like, what is happening? Oh my God. Anyway, um, I think they had her dance like Eye of the Tiger or something. I was like, talk about selling out. Like, yeah, what right? the hell? Okay. So anyway, I was confused about something, and then I saw that about how he had, like, tweeted that, and I was like, wait, if he's in prison, how is he tweeting? I was like, what? I, I need to understand what's happening. So I looked at Fox, and I was like, you know what we need to do? He's like, what? And I was like, we finally need to watch The Tiger King. And he was like, I, all right. So, <laughs> so he went along with it. We watched it. It was a train wreck that I could not look away. Uh, like, I was From beginning so, to end. From beginning to end. But then I had this crazy realization. All right, so I followed this guy on TikTok. All right? Followed him for years. Like, going on, like, three years now. Pre-Tiger King, all right? He works at a tiger conservatory, or so I thought. Um, he works at this, like, safari that works on conservation and all this other stuff. They don't breed. They don't do that. Whatever. Um, they take in animals from outside, and he has all these beautiful videos of him interacting with the animals, and, like, he's very, like, Tarzan, like, George of the Jungle, like, 
mm-hmm. one with the animals kind of thing. And it's like these really cool videos where he's just like showing like everyday like life and how he adapts to them. And I thought it was really, really interesting. So I followed him and I was like obsessed with this TikTok for forever. Then I watched the Tiger King. All I knew about this guy that I followed on TikTok was that his name was Cody. Right? Yeah. So then I watch the Tiger King and I see this Doc Antle guy who is definitely a cult leader. Like it's, it's absolutely a cult. Oh, yes. He, he, he runs a cult. Okay. Um, and then he started talking and he starts like whatever. And then they show this clip and I lost my mind. I grabbed Fox's arm and I was like, I follow that guy on TikTok. <laughs> it's freaking Cody Antle. Doc Antle's son. I've been following a cult member (laughs) on TikTok for three years and talking about how admirable his work in animal conservation is. And then I was like, I, God, I hate everything about the internet right now. I cannot believe I did not put two and two together because I have seen videos of him like recently. Yeah. And I was just like, oh my God, that's the guy that I follow on TikTok. (laughs) And I was just like, oh man. All right. Well, there's a lot more to this story. And then like there was a whole like press release that the Antles put out about like how they were misled in the documentary and how a lot of yeah. what like should have been said shouldn't have been said and from everything that I've been able to see like it looked like it was a really cool place but then the documentary skews it as like this crazy thing do I think the facility itself is bad not necessarily it seems like a really good facility but also do I think that Doc Antle is a freaking cult leader yes, yes. Doc Antle is definitely a cult leader anyway but that's besides the point I unfollowed him on TikTok off of moral obligation so anyway <laughs> <laughs> um where all of this ties into this is this okay so Joe Exotic have you seen the Tiger King? Yes. Okay, so you know everything. So Joe Exotic is currently doing like 70 something years in prison. Yeah. For attempting It was attempted murder, right? It was No, so uh, it was it hiring was hi- a hitman. Yeah, okay, okay. It was a uh, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, murder so for hire. he murder for hire whatever. I don't know anything about the specifics of the case, whatever, but I do know that he hired the guy. The guy was like, "No." What or I think he said yes and then just didn't do it. But he didn't get in any trouble. The guy who was like, "Yeah, I'll kill her." And then just didn't kill her. He's just like scot free. Whatever. So that all's a thing. Also, do I think that Carol Baskin killed her husband? Yes. yes. Yes, I do think that Carol Baskin killed her husband. Do I think she fed him to a tiger? Not necessarily. But do I think she killed him? Absolutely. Yes. She definitely killed her husband. So anyway. Um, Courtney Love is Carol Baskin. Oh, okay. <gasps> Courtney Love killed her. I don't know. <laughs> Wait, what if Courtney Love changed her identity? <laughs> Courtney Love works at the Big Cat Rescue in in Tampa, Florida. What if Courtney Love changed her identity to Carol Baskins and killed two husbands? Oh, maybe. And then she was on Dancing with the Stars and danced (laughs) to Eye of a Tiger. (laughs) Anyway, I'm just, I'm really confused because, like, I just don't understand how, should Joe Exotic be in prison? Yeah. I think he should be in prison for animal cruelty. Yes. And also murder for hire. But anyway, um, do I think he should be in prison? Yes. But it really weirds me out that, like, I, it, I think it says a lot about how much money talks. Yeah. Because he was, like, white trash, whatever. Like, it, he had a horrible facility. Yeah. But what kills me is that he wasn't arrested and tried for the horrible conditions in his animal safari, yeah. whatever he called it. He was tried, tried and arrested murder for, for murder for hire. But Courtney Love has somebody literally say, oh, yeah. This person told, tried to hire me to kill her husband. And then he dies and no one bats an eyelash. Yeah. Because a pretty blonde girl. It, it just, it blows my mind. Yeah. It blows my mind. Anyway, that was just an excuse for me to rant about the Tiger King for a minute. But also, it, it, it plays no, it a does, part. Like, yeah. it talks a lot about how much money talks and how much status talks. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, and honestly. I am not unconvinced that the Seattle PD had something to do with it. I'm not. I'm just not. There's yeah. no, like, I wouldn't have been until you told me that they gave the gun to her. Yeah. Yeah. To be melted down. See, I don't like, know. Like, is that, is that, is it, is it negligence or is it 
what's the other word I'm looking for? Compliance. Right. You know? See, I don't know who I think necessarily did it, um, other than Courtney being involved. Um, I don't know that I necessarily think that the nanny did it. I was going to say, I don't think I really feel like he did it. I don't. But also. Because I don't think, I think that if the nanny was. I think he wrote the first. Oh, yeah. Well, he did write the first note. Yeah, But we I'm know saying, that. I think that Courtney influenced the first note. So I'm wondering if, like, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was scared of Courtney. Well, maybe, yeah, but also, like, so for me, I'm thinking nanny loves the child. Right? right. In theory. I don't think that he would do that to Francis. Yeah. I don't, I, I think that if he was approached about it, I think he would have gone to somebody first. Yeah. I don't think he would have actually let it go all yeah. the way through like that. Like, yeah. I, I just, I don't. But, I mean, I mean, they were both drug addicts. Right. Neither of them were necessarily fit parents. But also, like, why murder one unfit parent just to put the child in the full custody of the other unfit parent? Right. Well, like, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Like, it's not even like he would do it. Because in my mind, I'm like, well, maybe he could have done it from a place of wanting the best for the child. But then at that point, why wouldn't he kill Courtney, too? Right. Right. You know? Like, if, if he was going to murder any neglectful parent, why did it have to be that one? Who was obviously making more of an effort than not that not that he should have killed either of them, but you know what I mean. Like right. trying to think if if he was going to do it, why would he do it that way? Yeah. And also, why would he do it at all? Because why would you want to ruin the life of a child that you're supposed to have a lot of love for, right. being their living nanny? Yeah, that's what. Yeah. So I don't know who I necessarily think did it. I don't. I don't not, think Kurt did it. Right. That's for no. He, sure. No. Yeah. He definitely did not kill. Probably himself. some rando. I, it, murder for hire that just say, never got caught. Yeah, I was gonna say, I mean, if and if he passed it on, he seemed like I'll show you the interview uh, when we quit recording. But I don't remember what I was saying other than we were talking about who we think was responsible and how. <clears throat> oh, I don't necessarily um, think I have a theory on anybody. Yeah, other oh, than no, you're fine. Uh, like I said, I'll show you the interview when we're done recording. But the guy that like does the interview like probably knows some people, so it probably was some rando. Yeah, but anyway, I don't actually know that I want to watch the interview. <laughs> It, I'll just show you what he looks like. I okay. just want you to see what he looks I'll like. I'll look it up. Because all, all he says is like, all he does is like, yeah, she offered me five or $50,000. And I said no. And I passed it on. It was, El, what was his name? Eldon. Eldon Hoke? Yep. Oh, my Lord. Yep. He is a disturbing looking individual. How did Courtney Love even find this guy? Right? I think he was in a band. Like, he made music. He's an interesting individual. <laughs> he really is a character. Oh, boy. Yeah, he's a character. But, so, I wouldn't be surprised if he, like, actually knew somebody or whatever. But, yeah. That's a lot. I have a lot of feelings and none of them are positive ones. <laughs> yeah. That's typically how it goes in these, though. Well, dude, that was a good story. That was... Makes me rage. Uh, yeah, I, I can understand why. That was, a, that was a good topic, though, to pick. I'm really... I can't believe I thought he died in an airplane crash. <laughs> I have been so dumb my whole life. No, you've not. No. If you don't know a lot about him, then. I mean, I'm not really like a Nirvana fan. Yeah. That's not really my type of music. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so. Yeah, so for those of you who only knew. But the, if, you, if the, you have gone your whole life thinking that Kurt Cobain died in a plane crash, yep. well, you heard it here, folks. That, that is not what happened. He didn't, and Courtney killed Kurt. Yeah. Don't sue me. I mean, you can sue me, but I don't have shit. So. They're not going to listen to this. What if they just have somebody that just, like, scans for people who talk shit about Courtney Love? We won't put her name in the title. It'll Ooh, be fine. Perfect. It won't show up in a Google search. <laughs> just send it to me. <laughs> what if they it. just, but what if they just search Kurt? Because anytime anybody 
talks about Kurt, they talk about Courtney. Listen, if you look up Kurt Cobain, I don't think that our podcast is going to be the number one hit. Unless you guys just blow it up, in which case that's fine. I'll handle the libel suit. But also, there are so many other people out there saying the same shit. But But, But also, if I die because I got hit by a train... Somebody look that shit up. Don't let my local police department do it. <laughs> so, yeah, Courtney did it. Uh, Kurt <laughs> did not kill himself. And supposedly. And if you know anything about guns, no, supposedly, she did it. I'm, her she finger was in, wasn't on the trigger. She Does that say whore in progress? It says work. Oh! <laughs> I was like, damn, Crystal, we get a little spicy over here. <laughs> There's a sticker for those of you who aren't in the room right now. There's a sticker on my laptop that says work in progress. <laughs> And Megan thought it said whore in progress. Oh my god. And on oh that Lord. note. And on that note, this has been Hot Messes of History, where the hot mess is just us. <laughs> yes, apparently. And Courtney Love. And Courtney Love. Um, all right. Well, dude, that was a lot. I'm very sad now, but I'm glad that we did it. Yeah. It, it's it, it's it, been a long time coming. Yeah. And um, it's, a, it's a topic that I could literally go on for days about. But, mm-hmm. you know, it just, at the end of the day, we don't really know what happened. Mm-hmm. And it is just a conspiracy. It was ruled as a suicide. Um, yeah, but that's dumb. It is dumb. I agree. Um, and I will go to the grave. I'm not that. saying I'm a conspiracy theorist, but that's, I don't, I wouldn't even consider that a conspiracy. That's just, that's a, that's a logical conclusion that people have come to based on evidence that they have found. Right. It's not necessarily a fact, when, but it is a, it is a logical f- line of reasoning. When the two white girls that have a small podcast solve a murder quicker Honestly. than Seattle Police Department. That's us. <sighs> anyway. what, what was that meme that we saw? Oh, white women with podcasts, Stephen. What, what was that about? Uh, what was it? Yeah, it was something like white women will podcast solve a murder quicker than any police department or yeah, something. Yeah, but it was, it was like a... It was like a specific, like, Stephen joke, right? I can't remember. It's been so long. Oh, it's this. It's if we abolish the police, how will we solve murders? White women with podcasts, Stephen. <laughs> <laughs> Literally us. That is funny. That's good. If we abolish the police, how will we solve murders? White women with the podcast. All right. Well, um, housekeeping. Thank you so much for listening. We, this has been Hot Messes of History. Thank you so much for tuning in for season two, episode one. Yes. I'm so excited Ooh, for yeah. the next season to come out. Um, if you didn't listen to our reintroductory episode, go listen to it. It explains a lot about where we've been, what's been happening, um, and where we're going from here. So um, happy February. Happy 2021. I hope that life treats you better than it has been treating you so far follow us on instagram and twitter at hmh podcast um you can email us at hmhpodcast at gmail.com you can find us there we have a fan page on facebook that we are not involved in that's just called hot messes of history if you look it up and then we have a discussion page which is hot messes of history discussion and updates i think so yeah. Um, it's like it's like a private group so like the fan page is just like a page that you like and you can involve yourself with um, the discussion updates is like a group that we moderate and we like keep an eye on and stuff. Um, uh, you can also find us if you want to support us on Patreon. That is www.patreon.com slash hot messes of history. Uh, you can get early access to episodes, other fun bonuses. We're going to be putting a lot of work into the Patreon this year um, to actually like boost up a lot of these um, tiers that we have. Uh, we didn't really know what we were doing before, but we have a better understanding now. Um so yeah that's all that i am crystal you can find me on instagram and twitter at c check if you don't know how to spell it um just go to the podcast social we megan and myself are the only people that the podcast follows you can find us there and megan specifically made her twitter open i did she took it off private i did you're welcome for the podcast but Uh, if you start to bully her i will bully you back she will bully you back and if you guys start acting up 
I'll cry. She'll I'm, cry, I'm, and she, she'll go back to private so fast. I man. will. And also, I'm very sensitive, so don't bully me. I bully the bullies. I'm Megan. <laughs> in, the words, in the words of Will Wheaton, don't be a dick. <laughs> um, I'm Megan, and I only have Twitter now because I uninstalled Instagram, uh, but my Twitter handle is uh, Swallow Your Fear, and I'm not going to spell that for you. Because it's phonetic. Swallow your fear. Use the right firm of your, or you don't deserve to follow Megan on Twitter anyway. Exactly. Factual evidence. All right. Um, well, uh, thank you guys for listening and tuning in, and uh, we'll see you next time. And also, Courtney killed Kurt. Question everything. Oh. <laughs> don't read the section. Question everything. Oh, wait, no. Shit, it's, no. It's too- wait, 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 no. And, and remember to question everything. And don't forget to psych your shit and also wash your damn hands wash your damn hands and also don't forget (laughs) (laughs) bye and also don't forget that we're lesbians (laughs) we're lesbians (laughs) together i can't wait to go back and listen Uh, bye bye